Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back. Wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bugman. Oh, he's on tilt. He's full tilt. He has no idea where he's going. I think I'd rather get my pants in public, to be honest with and you. And the Welsh. I think that, you know, they would have like a... Uh, <laughs> like what they did to their real doll the night before. <laughs> oh, no, I'm Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. I've never like LARPed or anything like that. What the f*** is a LARP? Coming to your ears. Hey, episode 195, uh, gonna be a fun episode, Bogman read any good books lately? So, I'm looking right now, there are four day passes for AVN, <laughs> at, starting at $285, four day VIP pass, access to exhibits in uh, museum, artists and joint special VIP hours, VIP premium gift show guides, uh, separate VIP entrance. Admission to official nightclub parties must be 21, excludes private suite parties and AVN award mm. show. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm at least happy you're looking to the future. It's $1,500 for uh, they have all that stuff, plus um, you get balcony seats to the AVN awards. I'm happy to hear you have something to hold on to. You're, you, you are looking towards you are looking towards the future. You are not giving in to what, I don't know, 30 to 40 tweets look like and, and messages in group me of just a single ceiling fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> single ceiling fan. Somebody asked. I got to I gotta put this right at the top here. Let me refresh my Twitter. Who was it? Uh, B- Mike P. Bubba said, can we get an over-under poll on how many texts Bogman is getting right this minute? And he is obviously referring to essentially what you built out as the worst case scenario for your week, your life, and the Steelers. It's just hilariously stupid at this point. This well, is this has been the worst week that you've ever had. In, I, I think outside of like family dying, you haven't had a worse week. You set this up, and you're like, ah, I kind of expected the last one. But if the Raiders beat the Steelers, all hell is breaking well, loose. Well, I didn't think Ben was going to get hurt. You know, I mean, uh, but, and was he even hurt, by the way? <laughs> I think what he was doing was, you know what? I'm just going to let Dobbs play until we're losing, and then I'll come in, and then I'll be the hero. And then, yeah, he was the hero for about a second, but he didn't realize our defense is so f- that they're going to let uh, Oakland go right down the field. Like, the only thing I'm actually mad about is let it out. why didn't they burn that last time out before the, the last play for the Raiders? Let it out. You know, or or call a timeout uh, after all the slipping 
before the field goal. You know, get some good footing, all that stuff. It's not your so, fault. No, I don't care. It's not your fault, Bogman. I mean, it's fault. over now. None of it matters. How so. uh, how much screaming was there? There actually wasn't much screaming. Oh, defeat. I, you you went into full defeat oh, mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, you know, when Roethlisberger went out, I was like, well, this game's over. So, um, I feel horrible for your penis. Yeah, you, you sound, you you are sound going like you to, feel. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I, I heard that incorrectly. No, you heard it right. I feel horrible for your penis and your stomach because you are going to take all your anger out. <laughs> uh, there's going to be uh, some uh, nine-level chafing going on. That's what's going on. <laughs> oh no! Are you gonna Uber Eats or are you going like? Oh, I can't eat anything else, dude. I ate half a pizza already, so uh, more, more than half a pizza, a large buffalo hot wing pizza. Oh. Like my stomach is roiling, like it's you know, like uh, like your your sense of anger. I'm gonna Jackson Pollock the toilet later tonight. <laughs> oh, like terrible. I mean, when, when I get into these spots where everything is going wrong, and usually for me, like, you and I are just detached in different ways. Like, I, I don't have the same experience with sports, um, my teams, that you do. Like, it is damning, but I have it in life moments, you know. Horrible things, the thing, I don't think I talked about on here, but, you know, the thing that was going on with my dog or, you know, like, just personal situations that are going on. Like, you, I get into those situation this the spot where it just feel you feel defeated and then i'm just like F- it you know i'm just gonna do whatever i want i'm gonna i'm gonna eat all the ho- i'm gonna eat till i'm sick and that's what i'll do just to feel something different yours is based essentially on the steelers not even, well, see, not I even already the Diamondbacks. have that and that's why i eat so horribly all the time so, uh, yeah, it, this is just piling on at this point. So, uh, it, it's just terrible, dude. Like, like, um, people aren't going to get what they're wanting too. it's sad. It's, it, it's sad for the listener. It's, but it's more sad for Bogman. I mean, what was it? Uh, Quabalink said, I'm not a doctor, but the Welsh, can you please make sure Bogman is still alive? Concern fan, uh, warning. Uh, he had a lot of them. <laughs> there were, um, there were some, um, uh, for coming off of the emergency podcast we did on baseball, which now might go in infamy. It might go into the top three lore of of uh, ITL podcasts that we've ever done. I think there's an expectation of what you were going to be tonight because you laid out you laid out you're going to get infuriated Bogman if the Steelers lose to the Oakland Raiders, who won their third game, by the way. The Oakland, yeah. the Oakland yeah, I'm Raiders. I'm really glad we're 33% of their victories. That's great. You are. So. And you had set the stage <sighs> that, like, listen, this is going to be awful, but you have been dealt so many blows between how god-awful the Houston Rockets are, the Diamondbacks giving up the franchise player for trash, yep. and then... Yeah, Oklahoma just won back-to-back uh, Heisman trophies. That's good. Yeah, that's true. Kyler Murray, the uh, Heisman trophy winner. and then You beat you, me. I did beat you in the Champs League. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to beat you. And then you... God damn, dude. And then you stepped in, and the Steelers, uh, they took the lead with two minutes left. I said, hold my beer. Yeah, it said, hold we're, my we're beer. Gonna, we're going to get the win here. We're, we're going to go up, and then you're going to lose in the last uh, 20 seconds. That's how it's going to go down. Can we just, like... Let's just get get, like... 
get a little Cro Magnum here. Get, just get cavemanish for a minute. Just nah, one, one yell. Just one no, yell. No, just one. You're gonna feel good, dude. I don't have any yells in me. I just, really don't. Just, just a big F. Just a F. No, I just get don't it out of your system. For it. Just one. Nah. It's not your fault. Mm-mm. We're here for you. Yeah, no, I know you're here for me. I've never heard you laugh as hard as you have in this uh, <laughs> first seven minutes of this podcast ever. You, <laughs> oh, you rapapore now? <laughs> you like a rapapore? <laughs> it was. Um, people know, like, we'll do shtick sometimes on here on the podcast, but like, you and I have known each other more than we've not known each other in our and lifetime. There's just like, there's nothing I want to do less than this right now. <laughs> I, I, I know. There's just nothing I want to do less than this right now. It has to be done. we got to talk fantasy football. I'll enjoy that part, but really it's talking to you. No. So <laughs> I do not want to talk I'm to you. I'm not happy. i got to be honest with you. Like, I could have, I'm, I, uh, no, I can't just, say you this. You know I'm already aggravated, and then you f***ing sit there and, and Poke at me and poke at me and poke at me and poke at me. I'm trying to let you get it out. I want you to get it out. I I want. No, you don't. You want. You want to laugh. Well, and that's fine. Like, look, I understand. It's the nature of the beast. Hey, not everyone has things. Not you're not the only one with bad things. My 49ers won today. I'm mad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna tell Joe when we go on the black book tonight. I'm gonna be like, both our teams lost, and how the Welsh is gonna be the most pissed off. Yeah, because. team just pissed away the first overall pick it's goddamn so. annoying are you kidding me niners winning against the broncos lose you f-ing idiots this lose. is what this is what makes me happy is all of this like i get mad in the season and then i just can't wait for uh the the niners to take jonah williams the offensive oh tackle. see and that that's that's why we have like don't point me out here like i'm the bad guy you get the biggest the f-ing kick you get the biggest kick out of your your whole goddamn life during the draft because you sit and listen to me this is what bogman does he sits and listens to me and he goes mm-hmm. yeah you, no it's a good point where i'm talking about a wide receiver or a running back and you're like mm, yeah well she you know that might happen and he knows in the back of his goddamn mind they're gonna take some safety or an offensive lineman enough cussing. and uh, i'm done with it yeah yeah sorry enough. and all he's doing is sitting there just waiting for it to happen and he is going to laugh his ass off in the draft, just internally, just internally. He is going to laugh so hard that the 49ers no, not do this internally. again. Uh, you can Actually, watch me. yeah, externally. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you can watch me. It'll be loud. It'll be loud and proud laughing uh, during the NFL draft because I'll be on a stream. So, And when, uh, when, when they take uh, you know, an interior defensive lineman yep. or a guard. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm gonna love it. It's so. but it happens every year. So like I said, you know, don't don't no uh, no calling me here. I was I was watching the game. I was like, oh god, oh god. And then when I saw the Steelers take take the win or take the lead, not the win, take the lead. I was like, yeah, all right, here we go. I'm like, the Bogman's gonna sweat it out, and then we're gonna have a conversation of how the week got a little bit better. And then I uh, opened up the app again and saw about 30 seconds left, and I went. Oh Jesus! This is going to be not good unless a miracle can happen, like a uh, a New England, uh, the Miami miracle, as a matter of fact. So, I, listen, I'm looking uh, out for you. I just got Uber Eats money. I like that. Oh, did you? Someone just send. How many texts did you get during the game? None. Oh no. Okay, people were smart. So someone just sent you Uber Eats money for your pain. That's right. That's right. I so, mean- my man, he said, uh, "F the Steelers." They cost me more money than I want to say. Eat well Thursday and le- uh, and let it stay anonymous. So it looks like I'm blo- I'm uh, 
uh, bleeping that out. So. Okay, so Mystery Man. Mystery Man. <laughs> mystery <that you> Man. <laughs> Good old Mystery Man. See? Hey, Bogman, things are looking up already. You get to spend time with your best friend, your other bestie, who uh, checks other on application boxes. And, you're right. And then you get to uh, your total, your bestie of best friends, me. And you get some free food. You're right. I get to hang out with Joe later. It is great. Yeah. So He's the other. Oh, is he your best friend now? <laughs> Just because you're not in this moment. Okay, so. <laughs> that's okay. I, I wasn't laughing at the Steelers' loss. I was laughing as what I was trying to say before. We've known each other so long. Like I, I it is, It's really funny when we can toe the line of pure realism on here. And the idea of, you and I laugh about this all the time, of just punishing ourselves for the horrible things that happen around us is something you and I do every single day of our lives. We punish ourselves for all the things that go around. And you are going to punish yourself tonight for this loss. And I would do the same thing. I probably should do the same thing for the Niners winning. Wait bye-bye to Nick Bosa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Grandpa. <laughs> don't the Cardinals have the first pick? No, they're all 3-10. and 10. There's a bunch of 3-10 and 10 idiots right now. With the, Well, stupid Raiders are 3-10. and 10, And the Cardinals and the 49ers. They're all yeah. vying for Nick Bosa. And the Niners they will probably have a coin flip. The Niners will lose it. <laughs> they don't usually do coin flips uh, that way anymore. It's like a aggregate against who wins against who. Or no, they do. Okay. They literally did a coin flip last year with I the Forty Nineers and, and Raiders. No, 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 I I know that was uh, that was like a rare situation. So Niners actually um, still own the um, the number one pick right now. Regardless. Do they really? Yeah, I just saw uh, people talking about it, and smart smarter people than us that aren't filled with rage are. Um, saying that the 49ers still have the first overall pick due to division stuff. Because remember, the Cardinals beat the 49ers, I think. That's right. Yeah, so that's currently right. that's where that lies. So, um, yeah, it's all the Raiders hope lost. Won. The Raiders won. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I mean, last chance. I want you to get out of your system. I want you to be good to go. Any? I'm just not that surprised. Like, like I, I know people expect me to come over here and be super pissed off. I told you, last time that the Raiders, uh, the Steelers went to the Raiders, they uh, lost to Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor was the f***ing quarterback, and they lost. I thought you said no cussing. So, well, yeah, well, that was me. Uh, that's, oh, okay. I, that's on me. Um, I, I'm just not that surprised. And then when Roethlisberger got hurt, and they have the uh, terrible, terrible uh, playbook that they're just going to run, then, I mean, I was right about Jalen Samuels over Steven Ridley, but uh, the one touchdown – the score between both those suckers, it was stupid Steven Ridley. So yeah. yeah, I mean Samuels was good in the passing game. I mean, I think he caught what, seven seven balls? Six balls? I don't know. Not enough. Not yeah. enough to win. No, so. not enough to win. But he, he did absolutely nothing in the um in the rushing game, but in the receiving game he caught uh, I think he had twenty eight yards rushing and then he had like like fifty or sixty yards and six or seven catches and then yeah, Calvin Ridley had the the run, so yeah, I mean, by that standard, they just gave up everything. And uh, and what the hell's what's up with Antonio Brown this year? Is he still number one in your book? Um, I, I know from a skill set standpoint, you absolutely love him, and he's one of the most talented. But I mean, can you viably really look at him and say he is a top one or two wide receiver in fantasy anymore? Uh, probably not for this year. No, you think? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to finish top five, is he? You have to score no. a ton of touchdowns. So. Oh, dude, I don't think where where the hell is he right now? Because he's, got, he's still got a ton of touchdowns. He has like twelve touchdowns. Does he? Well, I mean, because Juju's catching him like every single week. Because Juju, I think Juju has outscored him so far this season. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna look real quick if yeah. I can pull this up because I don't because Juju's already over like a thousand yards, right? Uh, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams, and AB's four. Oh, AB is still okay, but that's not counting today, though, that, right? That's that's half point. So. 
Um, yeah, and that's not counting today because it shows 12 games on Yahoo we're looking at. He's four. Right. So, yeah. But he is over 1,000 yards. He does have 12. Yeah, I mean, actually, it's weird. 12 touchdowns, okay. Yeah, 12 touchdowns. Juju coming into this game was 83 catches, 1,100 yards, and four touchdowns. So you'll add a couple more to six. It's incredible what those two guys have done. But, yeah, I mean, like, Thielen, Hill... I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough. The, I feel like the gap has closed between all the wideouts, where Antonio Brown was so clearly above everybody else. I feel like just everybody joined the same club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to put Hopkins ahead of him, um, uh, I mean, that that's fine. You know, Thielen ahead of him, that's fine. Um, Michael Thomas has been great this year. And Tyreek Hill, it's kind of a glob, you know, kind of like how we have the starting pitchers. Because you got to put OBJ in there too, and Tyreek Hill has been the highest scorer so far, so uh, you got to have him up there as well. So it's just kind of a. That's why we're going to have so many running backs go in the first round next year, is because you can get an awesome wide receiver in the second round. Doesn't really matter where you pick. So. Of reference, um, what Bogman was talking about to open the show was the AVN awards. Because what did we say? Like, if they lose, you're just going to. Yeah, if the, they don't make the playoffs, I'm just going to go to the AVN Awards. So Our guy in, I'm trying to find it now. I don't Cadillac. Know, yeah, Ca- yeah, Cadillac says, I'll be in Vegas for the AVN Awards. Hit me up. No <laughs> S, though. I'll really be there. Well, uh, if if you happen to be there for a special reason, maybe hook your boys up with some tickets, and I think we might have some free time. <laughs> I'm not going to the playoffs. <laughs> I don't remember the last time the Niners went to the playoffs that meant anything. Uh, I'm just trying to find the general admission. Where's the Where's the actual AVN awards? It's in Vegas. No, no, no. no. I mean the the like the cost for the, to get in right. because like this VIP four day pass. Uh, it says excludes private properties and AVN award show. Like I just don't know. I guess I have to go to AVN.com. Are you gonna see? Maybe maybe you do. There's a plug, a free plug for them. I guess. Um, all right. So there you go. We'll. Uh, Beat beat ourselves up either way, <laughs> whether it's real playoffs that the Steelers make it or uh, you go to the AVN Awards, Bachman. Self abuse right. is on the uh, docket. I, I'm gonna you know go, go see the uh, <laughs> oh, newcomer you're... of the year. If you know <laughs> oh, yeah, you're killing yourself now. I like it. All right, let's mm-hmm. get to the rest of what Week 14 had for us because it was more wild. It was misery, wild and crazy. Did we talk about um the Champs League? Did we mention that? Yeah, yeah, we mentioned it. We did mention that? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, by the way, I'm going to move on in four or five of the seven. At least four, possibly five. Where are you at? I am going to move on in one, Ah, but I am a half point behind first place. In the Roto, the Crybaby yeah. Roto Football League you're doing? Yes. Let's go. Are you going to take that down? Take that one down. I think I might. Take the Crybabies uh, I mean, down. I- I've been... You know, I, I'm definitely uh, way big in the rearview mirror at this point. So it's me and the T-Rex. So Okay, well, see, you got something to focus on. It's That's a nice thing about not being in a bunch of playoffs. Don't be it's, condescending. Is you can focus Don't on... Don't be condescending. I'm, I'm just saying. You're you, being condescending, I've you got dick. I've got four or five. It's really hard to keep track of all the playoffs. When you have uh, one or I two, just, you can... I, I got to tell you, if you don't win any of those... I'm going to be so happy. I I, I doubt I'll win any. Uh, I guarantee I'll get knocked out of all of them. Uh, it's guaranteed. It, it, it's pretty hard. <clears throat> when you're in five and you're a week away from the championship, it, it's pretty hard to lose all of them. Yeah. Well, more than likely, I'll make like 
I'll make like two championships and then I'll lose those two. So I'll just I make sure to take home Kenneth that Dixon thing. over uh, Derek Henry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started I started Rex Burkhead over Kenneth Dixon. Oh, God forbid. Yeah. Guess what? That league's not a problem anymore. I don't have to focus on that <laughs> one. I can move on to bigger, better things. This week, we retreated to quite a fantasy game and quite an ending. Let's get to the fantasy game of the week. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Why don't you punch me in the face? Punch me in the face! Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my... In this league... It had all the makings, Boggs, as it was wrapped up from, uh, you know, back and forth, back and forth. The names, though, wouldn't have made you think it, but the game itself was, I'm talking about the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. Before we get into anything, holy crap, that ending with the lateral to lateral to lateral and Kenyon Drake just busting through and Rob Gronkowski, who they put in as a safety what in Christ were they thinking? Of all the offensive players, why Gronk? Because he's the tallest? Put I think in Josh thinking Gordon. about it like a knockdown uh, if they were going to go for the Hail Mary instead of the laterals. The guy can't move. The guy couldn't run. When, when Kenny well, Drake was running. Well, he had a decent game here. Like It's a stupid move, no doubt. But uh, also, how do you let that happen? Well, how do you let it happen? But did you see Gronk trying to t- chase down Kenyon Drake and just trip over his own feet? He's an he's an offensive player. I yeah, mean. <laughs> he's a big he's a big dumb idiot. He's not out there to do that type of stuff. He's he's run route, catch ball, Gronk smash. That's like right. the three pillars of a Gronkowski. So you put him in a position where he couldn't be. But like you're saying, I can't believe of all the teams that would let a lateral kickoff type or what's it wasn't even a kickoff. It was like a just a no, lateral it was just a pass and a hook and ladder and. Uh, they did it again. I mean, of all know, the, the teams Steelers to do that, had it too. the Steelers had it to get within field goal range and then the idiot kicker slipped. So I, how done are you with your kicker, by the way? Oh, all he I, does I is miss extra right point. <laughs> like, I, I remember, I, remember I when he not let him on the plane back. I'd be like, you live in Oakland now. Stay here. <laughs> you live in Oakland now. You remember when we talked about it at the beginning of the year? I was like, what in the hell happened? Why did he miss all these? You're like, ah, just, you know, it's a bad game or whatever. Like looking well, back, he's got the yips now. Like he's just he's constantly missing extra points and field goals and stuff. The dude sucks. He Get should go away forever. Yeah, and they just signed him to a three-year deal right before this uh, this season started. So, But it doesn't matter. You're a kicker getting kicker money. Get the hell off the team. Of all the so. teams, I, w- I would have never expected the Patriots to be the team that would play undisciplined-like to let— I mean, it wasn't even one of those lateral plays where it was like, you know, 12 laterals and everyone's tired. It was like three laterals and gone. Kenyon Drake was and after the game Tannehill even talked about it that they had they had that play set up and they actually felt by the defensive formation that they were in a really good spot so they were really confident about it yeah I'm sure they were confident about it a play that works like the 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 reason it's such a big deal is because it never works and it finally did so probably works like 20 percent of the time in practice too they're actually against against the Dolphins defense it probably does So on the fantasy end, let's start. Let's start with the Miami Dolphins. They took home the win. Ryan Ryan Tannehill only Tannehill only threw fourteen passes, got two hundred sixty five yards though, and three touchdowns on the day. And the uh, rushing game, you called it. Frank Gore he was the lead back. Twelve carries, ninety two yards. Kenyon Drake only six carries, twenty four yards. But Brandon Bolden he needed two, went sixty, got two touchdowns, helping no one. By the way. When you're averaging 30 yards a rush, 
Maybe he should get more than two carries. I'm Possibly. just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, one of them was like a 50-something yarder. It might have been a 59-yarder, to be honest with you. And he got the other. But I think 54. one was like a, yeah, 54, and then he had a 6. The other one was 6. Yeah, you know? they should have got That's more run. <laughs> Still a pretty good average. So I, I, t- I, I'll never understand that where a guy or, is super successful and then it's like, <laughs> well, let's not give it to him anymore. He's got enough. Like, no, well, give it Drake, all to him. Uh, Gore was seven point seven, and Drake was four yards a rush. So uh, New England rushed. He just sucked. Yeah, it so. did. On the receiving end, Kenny Stills eight catches, one hundred thirty-five yards, and a touchdown. Not one single other Dolphin had more than one catch. Kenyon Drake won, but it was the technically it was the lateral play, fifty-five yard touchdown. Gore had one. Bryce Butler caught one for a touchdown. Parker only brought in one. Amendola. I mean, this was all Kenny Stills with nine targets. Frankly, the only other player with more than one target was Devontae Parker, outside of Kenny Stills, of course. So, what did you think offensively on the Dolphins' front? Uh, I mean, this is a typical Dolphins game. They can't pick a. Uh, running back, and Kenny Stills gets all the catches. So, uh, fairly typical. It's pretty annoying, too. Kenny Stills. Yeah, I mean, it's been annoying all year, so it's just n- nothing's going to change here. Kenny Stills, wide receiver two, uh, rest of the fantasy playoffs? Wide receiver three, I would think, more often. I-, I would say that, you know, he's got three games left, or, I mean, uh, three games left in the season, two games left. Maybe he gets another one uh, that's close to this score, but probably not. Frank Gore, trustworthy as, um, mm, no, no, flex. No, no, it's just not like it has to be the right matchup. And, uh, Drake always just, seems to find a way though, dude. Yeah. I mean, he scored on the lateral in, in this game. So, um, who they play the last two weeks. Let me just look here real quick. Miami has, if my stupid app will work. Uh, next week they play Minnesota on the road. All right. And then uh, the last week they played Jacksonville at home. So no on Frank Gore. Well, I mean, both of those seem like a lot stronger, but both have not well, played I mean, that Jacksonville well. Jacksonville just gave up 240 mm-hmm. yards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just I don't see that happening again. Miami is in playoff contention. They are seven and six. Yeah, they're vying for a wild card spot right now. What? world do we live in i don't know are they going to beat minnesota they can beat minnesota this is the upside down or yeah they, absolutely. they're not going to beat minnesota they might. they're not they, they can beat jacksonville but then they play buffalo so i guess they got a shot man they got a shot they have a legit shot which i never would have thought that with the dolphins tanny hill tanny hill is never trustworthy gore is desperation at this point drake has become desperation kenny stills probably the only true viable option here which is wild and parker and amandola just continued to disappoint but this team i mean it, you even look at how much they scored and just offensively what they did it's just it, it almost doesn't match up you're just like it's like <laughs> all these guys running didn't do much these receivers didn't do much but it was just kenny stills and uh, some frank Gore yards and all of a sudden they put up 34 beating the new england patriots which yeah which were led by tom brady 358 three touchdowns 27 for 43 only sacked twice nothing in the rushing game they had a team combined 30 carries for only 77 yards and one touchdown. Here's a breakdown. Sony Michelle, 20 carries, 57 yards. James White, 4 for 13. Bunch of other losers. Rex Burkhead, my loser, 4 for 2. James, <laughs> James Devlin, Devlin, 1 for 2 and another touchdown. He, I think if I saw this correctly, he has six carries on the year 
for four touchdowns. He is the ultimate vulture of touchdowns. He is a nightmare. And then just quickly, uh, we can talk about all of it. Gronk, eight for 107 and a touchdown, caught all eight of his targets. Josh Gordon, nice game, uh, five of eight targets, 96 yards. Julian Edelman, nine catches, 86 yards and a touchdown. Cordero Patterson had 51 yards and a touchdown. James White, only two catches. So where do you go? You want to start with the running backs? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that Sony Michelle is getting fed so much, but uh, not getting the touchdowns, and this is two weeks in a row now getting vultured by Devlin. It's just really starting to get annoying. Remember when Sony Michelle and James White were just locks? I mean, bo- both of those yeah, guys it was two weeks ago. Yeah, the, both of these guys could go in a night out, night out basis. What did, what's the Patriots schedule look like? Do you have that up? I mean, I can they probably play do that. Pittsburgh next week. Right, and that's then, a good matchup. Yeah. Is it? Um, and then they play my stupid fat thumbs. I clicked on the Miami <laughs> Minnesota game, uh, New England. The following week plays <laughs> Buffalo. Okay. And then they finish off week 17 with the jets. They've nice got a in the great NFC end. They have got a great end to it's the three year. wins. Yeah, so anybody that's wanting to talk themselves off the ledge, I mean, frankly, this is also a conversation. Anybody that made it through, if you had, I mean, imagine James White has been like RB2 all year. You had him out here as a no-brainer against the Dolphins. Absolute S the bed. Michelle didn't help you much. I would. I think there's a major question if anybody with Patriots running backs are still in the, the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you you know, maybe you started uh, Sonny Michelle and Derrick Henry you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Something like that. Maybe you had George Kittle. You, you had a prayer. Up. You went beside your bed. You made a little prayer like, please, baby fantasy Jesus, please uh, get me some points. I have one good one. Derrick Henry's not good. What can you do for me? And they said, wha-pow! Derrick Henry, he'll cover all of them. He'll do yeah. everything that he'll you possibly need. He'll do it against need. Jacksonville. So, like we all planned it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think you just got to start those guys moving forward if you have them, though. Michelle yeah, it just sucks. No, it's a great schedule you just laid out. Like you can't yeah. not. It's just it's brutal that they uh, they est it like this. Um, I know you don't have any shares of Gronk. You weren't very good on Gronk this week. Like you didn't want him. When Cameron Braid, I was watching the Tampa game. When Cameron Braid scored a touchdown, I let out an edible f. I was so pissed <laughs> because I you know because I have both of them. I had, and I'm still upset about this. What did I, you do when he scored his second touchdown? I effed again. Uh, because I did <laughs> contemplate putting Brait in my flex position, and I didn't, and uh, that sure didn't work out for me. But at least Gronkowski had a nice, solid game, kind of back to where we wanted. And what was it? It was uh, eight catches. Uh, I lost it. Eight catches, 101 eight yards, catches. and a touchdown. Yeah. On eight targets. I mean, it's nice that he's back to catching his targets and stuff like that, but, I mean, it, it's just Gronk is a... He's you know, 75% Gronk. Yeah, exactly, which makes him like a tight end four or five, um, tight end four or five overall for the rest of the season because you're starting Kittle and Ertz and all those guys. I mean, I think, uh, you know, if you have Ebron and you have Gronk moving forward, I think I would start Gronk next week because Gronk traditionally just murders the Steelers. But um, and then it's the Bills and Jets, though, man. I mean, it is it is a prime schedule for Patriots moving forward. Yeah, I I I guess I like those matchups, but I think I might go with Ebron over him uh, in a lot of cases. So, well, if you were dealt with that, Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman have continued to be solid fantasy options next to each other. 
Do you think Cordero Patterson, though, is if you were in pure death? You know how I was in desperation of like putting out. I mean, I guess, well, Cordero Patterson you might started even have Burkhead. I think I would have rather gone with uh, Patterson. Yeah. Doesn't Patterson have RB eligibility some places? Yep. Man. He does on Yahoo. Wish well, he was available. Yeah. Well, that's the league. That That's the place. That's the place. Might not. Night, uh, there's a possibility, Bogman. I might not have to worry about Yahoo after this coming week. I'm just going to put that out there. The leagues that I have well, I on don't. Yahoo might be might be done. Though there is one I was projected to lose by 30 points in the Rappaport League that I'm doing, and I am now projected to win. Yeah. Those projections could not be more worthless. No, they can't. Uh, the guy has a lot of players going still, but I have Dalvin Cook. So... Um, uh, might pull that out. Otherwise, we can say goodbye to Yahoo. Anything left on this game? I mean, there were a lot of there were a lot of close games this week. I'm not sure there were any that jumped out as these huge huge fantasy ones. I mean, the Giants blew out the Redskins and they scored a lot of points, but it wasn't on the Redskins side. We'd like to do these as two teams that equally scored a bunch of points. This was the closest to it and had the most exciting end. Is there anything from the? Was there one single thing you could take from the Dolphins or Patriots that you would walk away going into Week 15 with? I just Kenny Stills is back to being trustable, but uh, yeah, it's like a wide receiver three. But other than that, I don't think there's much. I'm not. I'm not floating out. Tannehill, Drake is still not getting touches. Gore is annoying, and they got tough a tough matchup against Minnesota this week. So probably Stills, and that's it. Everything else kind of stays status quo. You're firing up Michelle and White and. All three of those wideouts, uh, Edelman and Gordon, or I mean, those two wideouts, and then uh, stupid Gronk. So, yeah, I think it's pretty much status quo, but still looks good to go. In the this is kind of an anti game of the week thing. I can't believe what we just saw in this Bears and Rams game. I mean, this game is it's as we're recording this for you timeline folks here. They just threw the pick. Uh, the Rams just threw a pick to the Bears with the two minutes left on fourth down. I cannot believe how atrocious the Rams look in a 15. They're going to lose 15 to six to the Chicago Bears. And taught, I mean, Jared Goff threw four picks. Worst game that we can recall. They gave up 100 yards to Jordan Howard. Um, what the hell did, I'm not trying to go into a whole nother game here, but Tariq Cohen had 69 rushing. He also had 20 receiving. I mean, Allen Rob. I mean, the, you look at the offense. Was the anyone Bears. good? No, that's, uh, it's, I'm not looking at it. Was Jordan Howard. Highlightable. Jordan Howard, the only good person, 19 carries for 101 yards. Todd Gurley, worst game I can remember, 28 yards rushing, 30 yards receiving. Robert Woods had seven catches for 61. That's it. Gurley completely dropped a bomb on people going into the fantasy playoffs, the first week of the fantasy playoffs. Pray to God you had a bye or you're done or you're done. <laughs> that uh, That's brutal, man. Dude, it's a team I've been saying that they're the best team in the NFL and I've held through no matter what. I- I'm I'm just shocked at the game. That See, w- so it really was better to draft Le'Veon Bell because I just knew I had no shot. Oh, you so you could move on. You your hopes up. And thought you were going to the championship and winning money. Yeah. And then Todd Gurley crapped to bed week one of the playoffs and you're done. And got uh got got ourselves some James Conner and he uh he didn't help out this week because he didn't play. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Those people that and, waited to week thirteen and for big Gus surprise, Edwards. They're like, uh yeah, he's probably gonna miss multiple weeks. So how much chaos do you think we're gonna see in tweets? Like I don't know, like because here's here's a twofold thing. 
there's going to be the people that are insane because the Monday games have to go down. Stat corrections got to go down today. You know, so people are going to start, you know, realizing what's kind of happened. But what's going to happen is you're going to A, have the person that loses and immediately checks out. They're not even listening to this podcast right now. They are done. They're they're like, (laughs) football's over, going to baseball, or I'll see you guys in eight months. Or there's the other person that's so riled up, they've got to share it. I'm ready for your guys' tweets. I'm ready for the tweets of the horrible loss you gave to somebody, the horrible loss you took, whether I want to know, did Drake kill you? Did George Kittle? Did you play against Kittle or Derrick Henry? It is, or Amari Cooper. I got effed by Amari Cooper in our crazy scoring league. (laughs) I finished second in that league. Out. Dusty beat me because Amari Cooper went absolutely nuts. I want to hear the horror stories, whether it was you or not. I kind of feel like we could get flooded. I hope we do. Yeah, I mean, those are always fun to hear. So yeah. uh, just the uh, this guy did this or yeah, Derrick Henry. I, I really like the Derrick Henry on my bench stories. So yeah, because why would good. you start him? Yeah, well, I mean, unless you're desperate. Yeah. Maybe James Conner went out. Oh, man. Imagine if you had Derrick Henry and you then you got James Conner and then Probably you're just 50% like 50% of the James, of the Derrick Henry starts were because they had James Conner. Yeah. And you're just like, or Kareem Hunt. You're just like, oh, man, I got to put <laughs> Derrick Henry out here. This sucks. And then just gold. I, I want to know. Is also, there- well, just real quick. Also, the people that lost by uh, fewer than six points who had Michelle and where? Oh, I want to know, is there a person that had on their team in week 14 Amari Cooper, George Kittle, and Derrick Henry in the starting lineup? (laughs) Somebody tweet that, please, if you had that going. just won with those three guys? If you you didn't have the rest of your team, could that have won you the week? I mean, that's probably like 150 points for most people, right? (laughs) Yeah. Somebody tweet. Tweet a screenshot if you had those three players. You're not going to win anything except our admiration, and we'll talk about you on the next episode, as well the rest of your tweets. Make sure to tweet us about the horror stories and the uh, amazing walkthroughs you're going to have going into Week 15. All right, speaking of which, let's talk about what the rest of Week 14 was, and let's uh, go start with some injuries. It's in this league. Oh, I think I hear it. In this league. In this league. He thought he was going to pay us to do you. Bogman, your guy, Ben Roethlisberger, he did his his usual bit. I got to go down and then I must rise from the ashes. And he's like the undertaker and it didn't work. So what happened to Ben Roethlisberger? Did he actually get hurt or was it, you know, I don't know. Apparently he had a rib injury and, um, I, you know, I put this on the the list in the middle of the game so i didn't think he was going to come back because he didn't play most of the fourth quarter and uh he came back and played he said he thinks he's going to be good to go against the patriots um Mm. we'll see last year he wasn't and we got landry jones against the patriots so and now you have years ago i don't know do you have josh dobbs yeah, I mean, I don't mind Josh Dobbs, but I don't want them to get so conservative when he's in there, especially if there's no James Conner again. What are you going to do? Let the kid throw the ball. Would you rather so have Landry Jones? Pick, I, I would rather lose like that than lose by keeping him close to the vest. That's you want, stupid. You want Landry Jones back? No, I don't. You sure? At all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, he got hurt, hamstring. He will... My favorite thing of the year is after week 17 to look when Josh Allen is going to lead the uh, Buffalo Bills in rushing yards on a team that has LaShawn McCoy. (laughs) That's all I want. 
Hamstring, yeah. is it serious is, or is it uh, is it going to be back? I mean, not that it matters. I mean, I, I mean, was saying this. Hamstrings are usually pretty serious. I mean, yeah, I, like you said, it's not not like it matters that much. I, I mean, I we I remember we were talking during the week. Like, I didn't want to start LaShawn McCoy this week. I just got no interest in him anymore. No, I think LaShawn McCoy can basically be written off from this point moving forward. Buffalo's probably going to have to draft themselves a running back because what they have there is not working. And uh, LaShawn McCoy is just too old. So. Austin Eckler, Stinger. But okay. Yeah, yeah, Stinger, I guess he's okay. We'll see what they say for next week. But it probably doesn't matter too much because Melvin Gordon should be back next week. Thursday night for them. Uh, that is the uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. Last Thursday night football with Bogman of the year. Oh, my gosh. This is it? This is it. Are you yep. Are you sad or really happy? No, I, I like I like doing Thursday night football, so really uh, I am a little sad. But um, you know, this I mean, this is the last Thursday night game, so it's uh, maybe I'll do one for the national title game. We'll oh, that'd be fun! And uh, fun note too was that I made a guest appearance on the Thursday night you with did. Bogman last week, where I literally um, I called Bogman, and you're like, "Hey, I'm about to start up the stream." I'm like, "Ah, put me on!" So I on my drive home. I was on, and there was a point where Sorio jumped in, and he's like, this is a really long car drive. And I'm like, I know. I tell everybody <laughs> my car drive is forever. I was there till almost halftime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the game was moving fast because all either one of those teams did was run. But, yeah, I mean, you've got a long-ass way to drive, man. Yeah, that's, that's just stupid. You actually don't have that far to drive. It's just all the stupid traffic. Dude, it, it's where I used to live. It's the same. It's literally the same amount of miles. It's a lot of miles. It's like thirty-five miles. It's not that many miles, though. It literally takes me double the time from where I used to live. Like I should be able to cruise and get home in thirty-five minutes, maybe forty max, with no traffic. It's between an hour and an hour and a half sometimes. When I worked those night shifts, like the four to midnights at the restaurant, I would. When I remember when I lived in Gilbert, I'd oh, yeah. have to leave at like two. Otherwise, there's no way I was going to get to work on time. So I, I'd leave at two. Get up in Scottsdale around three, and then be like, "All right, I guess I'm just gonna drive around for an hour." Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hang out. I mean, there's nothing to do, but I didn't have to sit in that traffic and uh, give myself crazy high blood pressure. So yeah, that's what I tend to do to myself. So why not uh, do a little content? Make a little content. That's right. Yeah, not giving out my phone right. number though, like Bogman. That's not gonna happen yep. ever. Uh, Isaiah Crowell, he got knocked out of the game. Trenton Cannon got a touchdown, and Elijah McGuire kind of ran with it. Uh, I have not seen. I'm gonna look up here. Was there any? Is there any new? I mean, it's gonna be hard to get any news on any of these kind of little yeah, dingy dang injuries. Yeah, it's a foot injury. I mean, if if you're having to start Crowell, you're probably not in a good spot anyway. But uh, uh, I mean, just pay attention throughout the week. Same thing with the rest of these guys on this list. I mean, we got Bruce Ellington with the hamstring. You probably aren't starting him, but if you are, that's going to be something you got to pay attention to this week. Quincy Nunwa with the ankle and Jordan Reed with the foot injury. I mean, Jordan Reed made it all the way to week 14, the Welsh, so yeah, I mean, big ups to him, right? There's a first for everything, I suppose. Yeah, it's a good point, though. Every single guy that got banged up probably has no implications to uh, your teams if you're still alive but, in week 15. There are also, just to remind everybody, Saturday games this week. There's two Saturday games. Oh, is there really? Yeah, the Houston, the Texans are at the Jets at 2.30 on Saturday or 4.30 on the East Coast. And then Cleveland's at Denver at 8.20. Why? So, because they always they do this every year. Cause I don't there's remember. No, uh, there's no college football competing with them. Oh, so they're so, just like, more days. Yep, exactly. And then there's uh, championship week. There's two Saturday games as well. 
So. Oh man! All right, so we're gonna have oh, we're gonna oh man we're gonna have to get rolling. I completely forgot about that. So set your lineups early. We'll obviously remind you on uh, the Friday episode to get your stuff set. Big performers, Bogman. Why don't you set us down with the quarterbacks? <laughs> okay, there weren't that many big performers this week. We had a uh, stupid Josh Allen only had uh, 18 completions on 206 yards and two interceptions, but he still ran for 101 yards and a touchdown. So you're getting like partial quarterback stats with a running back stat. you're getting like are you're getting like high-end rb2 stats with him every single week you're getting <laughs> rb2 stats with probably like quarterback 20 uh stats. right right exactly uh fun, andrew luck, a, fun uh super flex though yeah yeah great super flex uh andrew luck 399 yards two touchdowns and a pick mm. eli manning a low completion game again but another one of 197 yards and three touchdowns without Matt odell Bar- by the way without odell beckham no which, dude, dude when you saw that news were you like me i was like what in the hell yeah no, that was no really, preamble yeah it was just like a, we want to lose and then they just went out and uh, they beat Washington so bad that they got Mark Sanchez benched. <laughs> they got they beat him yeah, so heard bad that since 2012 because he hasn't started since then. They beat him so bad that Josh Johnson got into a game and people people were calling for Josh Johnson during the game and that hasn't happened ever. And he's going to start next week too. Uh, I so. know it's San Diego State pride. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's favorite player on the planet. He coached him at San Diego State. Had to bring him to the Niners, and then he disappeared off into the uh, the Nethers, <laughs> into the American Alliance of uh, first overall pick football league or whatever that is. Yeah. So uh, Matt Ryan with the three touchdowns as well in Green Bay. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 377 and two. Carson Wentz, 22 of 32, 228 and three. Dak Prescott had 455 oh, yards, on my three bench. touchdowns, and two picks. And Ben Roethlisberger only had four incompletions in uh, uh, two and a half quarters of this game. Uh, 282 yards and two touchdowns. Just imagine if he had played all four of the Welsh. Yeah. Couple, I mean, uh, there's a couple others too, though. Uh, Mahomes had 377 to two touchdowns. Tom Brady yeah, had 358 and three touchdowns. Did you say both of those? Yeah, I said Mahomes, and oh, we you didn't did say Tom Brady, Brady in, in the. Yeah, I didn't oh, because we did a game it. of the week. Yeah, okay, that, that good point. There weren't that many good uh, performances. There weren't. Running backs also didn't actually jump out too too much. Derrick Henry, of course, he was the shocker this week. 17 carries, 238 yards, four touchdowns, and as we chronicled on at least the radio show, if you had listened, I believe it was the 19th best performance of all time, and only two active running backs have had a better rushing game. Can you Do you remember them? Can you name them? I remember one of them was Adrian Peterson. Number one all-time, 296 yards. And I remember the other one was not Frank Gore because I think I tried to guess him six times. You did try to insert Frank Gore into every single time. It's the player that um, did it. How do I say this? He's on the team now that he did it when he was on the other team. Does that make sense? Oh, Doug Martin. Doug Martin, exactly. Yeah, Doug Martin, when he was a Buccaneer, did it against the Raiders. He's now a Raider, scoring occasional touchdowns. So Derrick Henry was incredible. Saquon Barkley, speaking of incredible, 14 carries, 170 yards, and a touchdown, uh, four catches, 27 yards. And he could have been much bigger if this game wasn't an absolute mud stomping because it was Wayne Gallman like midway through the third quarter, and then Barkley, I don't even think, <laughs> played in the fourth, so it didn't even matter. Uh, CMC continues to be one of the best fantasy stories and really should be your, like, you know, 
you should just get on a car and a flag and just be like, what's up, everybody? Like, it's this Bogman parade. Like, you should be proud of that because there were so many people we had on from our show to the Black Book that just wanted to crap on CMC. I never thought they would give him the volume. I thought it was kind of bull crap. And, and there were a lot bigger detractors of it, like our boy Nate Hamilton. And... um I mean, you are vindicated in your call on CMC because he he's been better than your expectations. Yeah, he absolutely has. And the one thing that we saw through the first half of the season was uh, he wasn't scoring touchdowns, the Welsh. But then I bought that shirt. And ever <laughs> yeah. since I bought that shirt, he's been scoring the touchdowns that you were trying to say I was cursing him. That's true. Clearly, I was not. How many uh, how many playoffs do you have CMC on? Uh, none. Oh, because I'm only in one anymore. So oh. you should have. You should. Uh, I have a suggestion for you. This is uh, one. Uh, I'm kind of a fantasy guy. I've got some advice. Uh, someone to uh, call me an expert. Uh, draft CMC next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gr- great call, the Welsh. I'm Don't just saying. You, you should have some more shares of CMC. No, I had shares of him. I just I uh, surrounded him with other losers. So. Poop with Marquise Goodwin and Robbie yeah, Anderson. Robbie Anderson. <laughs> he did have a loser. touchdown today. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones, 17 for 78 and a touchdown. Two catches for 38 yards. Didn't really any of it happen until the second half, though. They didn't want to go to him. Spencer Ware, 15 carries, 75 yards. Five catches, 54 yards. Vultured on both touchdowns that went to Damian Williams. Something to keep an eye on, though. He had a bad like stinger in his elbow. He had some issues with that, and they've got a short week. So a little bit of a question if Spencer Ware will go. So just monitor. It could be Damian Williams. Joe Mixon, huge day. 26 carries, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Five catches, 27 yards. Did work for people. Jeff- Jeffrey, Wilson Jr., Jeffrey Wilson Jr., number 41, NASCAR. NASCAR. Jeffrey Wilson Jr., uh, 23 carries, 90 yards, only had one catch. He was all right. And Ezekiel Elliott had 113 on the ground. That's cool. 12 catches for 79. That's ice cold. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, good wide receiver performances this week. This was the one place that did well. Uh, D.D. Westbrook on Thursday had seven catches for 88 in that uh, gorgeous score. That wasn't a score. Uh, Robbie Anderson, four for 76 and a touchdown. Robert Foster, remember, they cut everyone in Buffalo. Yep. So he had eight targets for seven catches, 140 yards. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, 12 targets, nine catches, 199 yards. Uh, Landry did it through the air and on the ground, three for 57 and a score through the air, two for 54 and touchdown on yeah. the ground. Julio also had two touchdowns all through the air for him. 11 targets, eight catches, 106 and two touchdowns. Devonte Adams, 11, seven, 81 and one. Fun Tyree fact, Hill. fun fact about Julio and Devonte Adams. Those two <laughs> players were the reason you were knocked out of the champs league. Uh, okay. Cause there I own them. Go. Just fun fact. Great. Both. Way to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyreek Hill, 14 targets, 8 catches, 139 yards. Michael Thomas had 11 catches and couldn't break 100 yards, That's 98 wild. yards. Uh, let's see. Mike Evans got in there, 4 for 86. Keenan Allen, 5 for 78 and a score. Amari Cooper with the big, big one, 10 for 217 and 3. Man. And uh, Juju, my boy, 12 targets, 8 catches, 132 scores. Do you remember, did I take Juju out of my DFS lineup? Did you talk me out of taking him out? No, I thought I you put him, him in. I thought no, you put I ha- him in. No, I had him in my lineup, but then we were adjusting. Remember you tried to have me take Kittle out too? Mm, 
No. Yeah, we need our guy Drew to step up and <laughs> let us know where that was yeah, at I because well, I, it's your fault. Don't let me talk you. I had up. Juju. I don't want any money in the year. I had Juju and Kittle both. Why do you in listen the to a damn thing that I say? What are you thinking? It's a great point. It's a great point. Uh, speaking of which, tight ends: Ebron four for sixty-five and a score. Travis Kelsey seven for seventy-one and a touchdown. And he is just such a beast. Cameron Braid had two scores but only had two catches. Uh, we had Blake Jarwin, 7 for 56, Jared Cook, 7 for 116, and my guy, George Kittle, 7 catches, 210 yards, and a touchdown, and that 85-yarder, Boggs. Did you go back and look at that thing? Yeah, I saw it. That was beautiful. He he is beautiful. I was too busy getting pissed about how we were losing to the Raiders, so. You couldn't enjoy it, though? Nope. All right. Uh, let Kittle, why would I enjoy it? I Dude, I don't have one share of Kittle because of how much I hate my own team. <laughs> it's depressing. I want him. I want him in keepers. But you know what? Because I'm a 49er fan, I got to pay like the extra cost, which is rude. Yeah. It's rude. Someone trade him to me at a reasonable cost, please. Yeah. Preach? I doubt that's going to happen. Preach? Um, Bogman, wavery, waivers. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever. So whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey. Wait. Now, remember, uh, we got the Thursday night game and then we have the Saturday game. So uh, I don't know that it matters too much for waivers, but you do have to decide to start these guys at uh, a different time. So if you're debating and you're going back and forth, got to set that lineup on uh, Saturday because there are some loser-ass games on Saturday. And and no quarterbacks were lost, so anyone that's going in is probably in a decent spot. So I guess the big question for quarterbacks is, is there a quarterback that's sitting on waivers that has a matchup that's so enticing that might jump into QB1 territory? And I see a couple names. I mean, I think the obvious names do, are like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. I mean, do you well, agree with that? And is there anyone else? I, I would say no on Lamar Jackson because Flacco's expected back next week. So I mean, you think, they, looked, you think they start him after what he just did? I think they might, so... Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, and also, um, Lamar Jackson left the last play of the game in overtime. Uh, it was a, a fourth down. He got her on third down and they brought in, uh, RG three who threw the incompletion and the game was over because, uh, Kansas city had already kicked that overtime field goal. So, uh, I don't know how banged up Lamar Jackson was, so we'll have to pay attention to that moving forward, but he's got the banged up and the Joe Flacco to worry about, but that is an enticing matchup against Tampa Bay, kind although Tampa Bay has been better as of recently. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so... I like Derek Carr at Cincinnati. Mm, yeah, I mean, you know the Raiders have been playing better. You're yeah, aware. and I love the escalator of sadness. <laughs> that's one of your favorite things on the planet. Joe Mixon, Cincinnati. Joe Mixon looked really good, though. He did look good, so maybe that could even uh, keep him in the game. What do you think? Past- I mean, but, like, what are... Do we have the matchups up? Because it's like, at what point... Like, I look at Derek Carr versus Cincinnati. I also look at Josh Allen versus Detroit, and those are intriguing matchups. But truly, like, what does it have to be over? You know, who does that have? Like, what spot are you in if you're in the playoffs? Or you, you know, you're not doing Derek Carr because of his matchup over Andrew Luck. Are you doing it over, you know, is there a bad matchup this week coming up for, like, a Kirk Cousins or um, a Deshaun Watson or something like that? Like, is that where we would go here? Um, I'm trying to find one here. Maybe Carson Wentz against the Rams on the road. Oh, man, the Rams are going to want to murder the Eagles this week. Um, Let's see. Would you, nah. would you do Derek Carr over Carson Wentz? 
Mm, phrasing. Mm. Um, I, think I might. Maybe. I think maybe. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, I think I probably would. Because oh it, it just hasn't been working for them. So no. I think I probably would. I I might even consider Josh Allen as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. That that's some decent matchups, but Deshaun Watson is on the road at the Jets, so I, I think Deshaun Watson's probably the safer play yeah. there. So, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe you have that type of a matchup, or maybe uh, you've been starting Jameis Winston recently, and uh, they're playing uh, on the road at Baltimore. So that's a. I mean, I'm I'm a big Bucks fan, but uh, this week, but yeah, you know, yeah, quarterbacks probably good. What about running backs? Running backs, we've got, I mean, Chris Thompson, Jalen Richard, and Royce Freeman are all still hovering right at that 50%. So um, they, they're all, I mean, Richard, meh, he wasn't very good today. Uh, Freeman, uh, I, meh, nah. still no. And Chris Thompson at a pissed-off Jacksonville team, probably not the best of matchups, and it doesn't matter because he's got Josh Johnson throwing him the ball. Yeah. So I probably don't want any of those guys. Uh, Rashad Penny's at 31%. We'll see what he does on uh, tonight's game. Ito Smith took more carries than Tevin Coleman. Yeah. They're playing against Arizona. That's a decent uh, 11 play. for 60 for Ito over Tevin Coleman's 10 for 45. So, uh, And then in the passing game, Ito also caught three passes. So uh, starting to move ahead of him a little bit. I think Kenneth Dixon could be a big ad this week. He's 8% owned there against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, and he just looks flat out. We talked about this in the Black Book. He just looks better then um, why can't I remember the guy, Gus Edwards, Gus Bus? Let me ask you this. Gus Bus has got a flat tire. Kenneth Dixon or Damian Williams? Damian Williams, who was the scoring master for the Chiefs, and since they're playing an early game, if Spencer Ware is banged up and possibly, I mean, like we'll probably know going into Thursday, but he could have that questionable tag going into Thursday. I kind of think I might go Damian Williams over Kenneth oh, yeah. Dixon, but it's close. Yeah, so would I. Okay. It, but... See, that's something we need to know because you're going to be spending your fab money and all that stuff. It would suck to f spend your fab money and then maybe Damian Williams scores twice again, but that's all he is, is the the vulture. But what if and what if Ware has a questionable tag going into like Wednesday night, you know, when people are going to be putting their claims in and you just have to make a decision well, without a definitive answer? Claims run Wednesday. So, um, yeah. Oh, there you go. Ah, oh, man. Fantrax I, I, screws me up because Fantrax does it different than like. Yeah, well, does. yeah, they, I mean, they do midday Wednesday. So, uh, so that's what I'm saying. It's like it's very likely we might not have a definitive answer. So do you go with a Damian Williams who might get the start otherwise as a share? Or do you go with uh, Kenneth Dixon, who was probably a share at best? I, I heard a stat, by the way, Bog. I just want to throw this out here yeah. while I was watching the Baltimore game. Did you know Gus Edwards in all his career rushes has never rushed for negative yards? No, but I mean, how many? He just has the rushes from this year, it's right? It's like 90, 100, something like that. But yeah. still, I, I mean, okay, regardless, if well, I just said. North-South, I mean. Yeah, but if I just uh, tell you a running back north. has no <laughs> negative running uh, rushing yards, that's a positive to hear. It is a positive to hear, but I, I, I think, and maybe you'll agree with me on this, I think I credit that to the threat of Lamar Jackson running a little bit more. Uh, you know, I would agree with that because those two are kind of uh, – entangled with each other of when the playing yeah that's i actually i wonder if that could go away if flacco was there so while you're thinking on it i'm going to say damian williams is mine because kenneth dixon yes he could have a bigger role but the prospect of damian williams being the sole guy i would probably take the risk on a damian williams in a home run play because i don't i don't see how like 
I would be starting Kenneth Dixon, and if I am, it's desperation. And if I'm want, if I'm looking at desperation, might as well go for the home run play in Damian. Yeah, that's true. I think I just gotta. I think I gotta hear what Baltimore is saying about Dixon. If Harbaugh's over there going, yeah, we got to get the ball to Dixon way more, then I think I'm gonna go and pick him up because I'd expect him to start. And if they're saying like, yeah, we like the mix that we have or whatever, you know, basic, basic bitch answer that they have, hmm. uh, I would probably just go with Damian Williams and try to play for that upside in those scores. Anybody so, else? I mean, not Brandon Bolden really. had a, Elijah McGuire. Yeah, maybe Eli McGuire because they play uh, uh, because Crowell is banged up and they're playing Houston. It's not a great matchup for him, but no. if you're desperate, uh, that could be a decent matchup. So maybe you're a Spencer Ware owner and someone else already has Damien Williams, maybe Elon McGuire is a guy. So, so you're not to pick up Rex Burkhead. Guarantee that one. And the rest of these guys are losers. I mean, yep. Gore is good, but he's going up against Minnesota on the road. I don't like that matchup. Hines is back to a pumpkin. Steven Ridley had like four carries. Like the rest of these guys suck. So Great. Uh, there's a lot of wide receiver options to Welsh. Uh, why don't you just kind of go through and tell me some that you like here because – I mean, up at the top, like the high percentage owned guys we have, Nelson is 46. He uh, saw a lot of targets again. Sanu is 45. Sanu got banged Dante. up, though. I, I don't remember. We'd have to follow up with what happened, but there was something in the game I saw about him getting uh, banged up a little bit. Right, and then Pettis is 45%, and Traquan is 43%, and those are all the guys that are over 40%. Uh, if you're picking from that bunch, just let's maybe you're in a short league. Uh, shallow league, probably Traquan. Traquan, I think so. I mean, with Nelson, boomer bust. What did he do today, Traquan? I don't think he did anything. Nelson has the best matchup. I mean, Pettis. I mean, Pettis, if had Pettis not got the touchdown, not much would have been saved with him. But like Nelson has a great matchup, but there's still just nothing quite there. I mean, what what was Nel what did Nelson do today against your team? Uh, I mean, he caught some passes. He caught this just stupid, ridiculous pass. I'm looking up Traquan. Real Smith. Uh, Traquan didn't have a catch. Yeah. See, I'll tell you he's this. just like zeros skip. out sometimes. I think it's a skip because look down this list here. I mean, Kenny Stills is your number one wide receiver ad right now at 31%. Even though it's against Minnesota, that's unfortunate. But I think that's still the guy to go with. Down here on the list. He had six catches for 48 yards. Jordy. Jordy. Okay, so maybe it's Jordy. Yeah, maybe I mean, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with any of these guys. Even going down further, had you just Jordy added more names? Oakland is a nice matchup. I well, like Jordy that. against Cincy, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is Jordy against Oakland, though, every <laughs> single week. But Kenny Stills is your number one guy. Curtis Samuels, another interesting one. Look at uh, New Orleans yeah. and what they did. Actually, you know what? Kenny Stills and Samuels, those might be my number one and two here. Isaiah McKenzie's kind of interesting as well. Yeah, I, Isaiah McKenzie is nice, but... You just never know what you're going to get from him. Robbie Anderson has looked better, but don't fall into that trap. Nah, don't do that uh, Zay yourself. was back to normal this week. Which and means suck. I, to be honest, I I think Robert Foster, if you're taking yeah, one of those Buffalo wideouts, Robert Foster is probably the guy. Where is he? So, 1% owned against Detroit. Great call. So how about Kenny Stills, Curtis Samuel, Robert Foster? Those are our calls for pickups this what, week. What about uh, – I know – that the uh, the Bears didn't have much on offense today, but Gabriel and Miller are still out there too. You like either one of those guys? I, I, 
Hey. I want to say Miller. I really do. <laughs> you um, love Miller. I do love Miller. I mean, you want to have Miller's babies. I, I love the guy. I think he's a super talented receiver, and next year I'm going to be all in. Um, Didn't have a catch tonight. Yeah, I know. It's super inconsistent. Well, offensively, both of the teams were just you know garbage. Yeah. There was not much else there. Miller's another one. I mean, I'd probably put him at four here. I'd rather put Kenny Stills out there. I might rather put um, Robert Foster because that's a good matchup as well. Curtis, yeah, I'm going to go Miller at four. Okay. And that's uh that's the waivers. Do that's we, the waivers. That's do, it. Do we have a mailbag? We have a couple, and we have like three. So okay, well let's uh let's uh let's go bag it. ITL. I seem to be dropping all your mail. Ah! I guess I'm a clumsy mailman. The guy had the ball. You're a bad mailman. Ball bag it in this league.com. Only a couple weeks left, and. God, we really have to prepare, Boggs, because essentially three weeks from now we are going to be doing this draft. I mean, we have to do it earlier than that. We'll be talking about it because the uh, final week of the NFL season, we're going to be breaking down a 2019 draft, probably a slow draft we're going to do. And if you're part of the ITL Army, you will be eligible to join with us, and we'll be breaking that fully down uh, as, uh, you know, we don't believe in Week 17 playoffs, though I know plenty of you play in them. So uh, get your questions in if you Hopefully got it draft-related. you don't. Hopefully it's only a couple of you. I saw I saw someone do the like this is the way you play fantasy football as you go to week 17 and I was like well, I don't stupid. believe you. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. you. You're incorrect actually. You know, if if you're so obsessed you got to play that week, do some DFS, man. Yeah. Like don't Agreed. don't bring us all into your craziness. So Bring us down, and, man. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be saying that when Patrick Mahomes is uh, sitting on your bench because they're starting whatever loser backs up Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so, Who is it, by the way? I have no idea. I don't think we've seen <laughs> one snap from whoever it is. So I legit can't think of who it is. Should I look? Uh, go, I'm going to look. Yeah, go go look it up. I'll, I'll tell you the first uh, piece of mail that we have here is from our guy Double R. And he says, Troy Aikman is the absolute worst. And uh, period. That's it. Oh, yeah, okay. period. Yeah. Uh, uh, incorrect, sir. Jason Witten, Booger McFarlane, uh, Tony Romo. He said, you know what? Tony, uh, Trey Aikman, not even the worst Cowboys announcer. And not even the, the worst Cowboys quarterback, quarterback announcer. announcer. That's what I mean. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's how I should have phrased it. Uh, yeah, Trey Aikman's not great, but he does look like white Jay-Z. So that gets me by. And he says yeah. awfully so many times. He says the word awfully. I hate Spiro Ditas's frog voice. I don't know. Uh, I know Bills, Jets, and Dolphins fans know who Spiro Ditas is because they always give him the loser AFC game, and that's usually one of those games. So, but uh, I can't stand that dude in his frog voice, and he thinks he's Spanish when he's Greek. So. I'm one of the few that doesn't mind Joe Buck. So, like Aikman's always with Buck. So I, I, I like. I don't. I don't like Buck, but I don't despise him like some people do. Buck's, uh, yeah, I mean, he get like he's over that whole like you know back in the day where he'd be like, oh, you know, can't believe what is Randy Moss doing? Pretended to pull down his pants. Like now he's out like you know doing ridiculous stuff on podcasts. Like pardon my take and cussing and stuff. Like he's a real person. He's also a really good announcer, and he makes a guy like Troy Aikman better. So um, I don't like him doing baseball to be honest because he always sounds so yeah. bored. Yeah, well, yeah, so. he hates baseball. Uh, the Chiefs' backup quarterback went to Michigan. Oh, um, God, it's a big goofball. Michigan. I can't remember. What's his name? Chad Henney. 
Chad, oh, Chad Henny. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, Chad Henny. Are you sure you're looking at ba- uh, the the football roster resource? Listen, you're not looking at the Royals. Listen to the yeah. <laughs> listen to the AFC West backup quarterbacks. Here they are: Kevin Hogan for the Broncos, Chad Henny for the Chiefs, Geno Smith for the Chargers, AJ McCarron for the Raiders. I mean, A.J. McCarron is by far the best. I, hands down the best. Can you imagine if one of these quarterbacks... I mean, not that we care about the Broncos. Chase Keenum's a loser, but uh, Rivers and Mahomes. Can you imagine they turn the reins over to Geno Smith or Chad Henney? <laughs> I, I still don't know that Geno Smith has gotten a completely fair shake, but um, mm. he he's hasn't done anything in his few opportunities. So, um, yeah, they're not good, man. I would rather have A.J. McCarron than uh, some of these starting quarterbacks. Then Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez. Mm, fair enough. Andy Dalton, Jeff Driscoll. I'd rather have yeah. the Bengals should have got rid of they Nick Mullins. <laughs> Nick Mullins. Uh, next one says here, good day, gentlemen. I need to be honest here. It feels somewhat weird to listen to my favorite fantasy football podcast and hear my name brought up in the show more often than actual NFL players. Yes, it's me, the guy looking for a perfect season and blew it. It's the unlucky Dan Mummert. Mm. But don't feel sorry for me, guys. I had a great season, made the playoffs in three of my four leagues, and had you guys in the ITL Army to thank for it. Congrats to Dan in the can, too. Wow. I, let me just stop there for a second. That is a really good person. Dan Mummert is a really good person. We heard from Dan in the can, and he is awesome, and we're getting him set up. To put out something like that, way better person than I would be. I would just never <laughs> comment about it. No comment. And, and while Bogman understandably had a bad sports week, I challenge him to see who's more unlucky, as I'm sure his Steelers would beat my Ravens in the playoffs. I can't believe this guy's a Ravens fan. We almost wow. gave him a ring. Wow. Dan Mummer, <laughs> he almost sent that ring to Baltimore, Bogman. I wonder if it would <laughs> even got to his doorstep. <laughs> Someone would have stolen. Uh, <laughs> because that's more in line with my effing luck as of late. Keep up the great work. I uh, now need to work on my top 180 prospect list for Monday. Best regards, the unlucky Dan Mummert. Mm, Dan, that is a brutal 180 list, huh? Uh, quite interesting. Dan, uh, uh, all the Dans did very well in the uh, in the ITL Satellite Leagues this uh, this year. So uh, I want to know how the playoffs go. So all the Dans also report back how uh, man how brutal would that be if you had a perfect season, week 13 you lose, and then you got knocked in the first. Didn't round he have of the playoffs. Todd Gurley? Wasn't Todd Gurley one of his guys? Oh, I mean, no. I hope not. Oh, no. What uh, if he we'll, went? We'll, we'll oh. update you. We'll update you. What if he uh, went against Derrick Henry? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Someone send that guy a bottle of something. <laughs> well, how about Malort? <laughs> we both got a bottle of Malort here, <laughs> which, by the way, if you want. Here's you a tease. Of a shot missing. You could have the rest <laughs> of it. Jesus Christ. If you want to hear something, the secret show that dropped today. On Monday, or shopping on Monday over at the ITL Army, we take our first sip of Malort, Bogman and I, ever on that show. And oh my God, just tune in to listen to it. If you've ever, if you want to hear people try to hold back vomit, we that's what Bogman and I do, having <laughs> a bottle of Malort that was sent to us. And that is part of the uh, ITL Army secret shows. We do two a month, patreon.com slash ITL Army slash never again Malort. Uh, what's up, fellas? I'm sure by the time you read this, you guys went over it already. But what is up with the Saints offense lately? I'm also quite concerned about Cam Newton with his recent play. Also, when you read my email last week, you forgot to gr- address my second question 
which was uh, sneaky wild card teams, not including the Chargers. I'm writing this email as the KC Baltimore game came to an end for time reasons. I appreciate your work, and as always, Orange Crush for life and New Welsh Order all day. Ho! What's up, Ho? Did we, we didn't really talk about the Saints on here. We did a little bit over on uh, the Black Book, but the big thing we talked about, what we focused on, I guess we'll just kind of tread over here a little bit, is that like this offense has looked different with Mark Ingram. It shouldn't, but it is. It looks more, what's it, tentative or something like that? Like It doesn't look like they're willing to just break out. I don't know what that is, but they're, they're definitely missing something. They're obviously missing... I don't know some secondary they're missing not having Mark Ingram. Yeah, but also they're missing secondary offensive weapons in the pass game. I mean, it's Michael Thomas and a bunch of no-name idiots. You know, he's Drew Brees is throwing touchdowns a guy named Kirkwood. What are you talking about? Like <laughs> they need a good secondary option as a wideout out there. Ben Watson's been fine. The running backs are where they are, but yeah, it's just Ingram seems to have taken the explosiveness away from Kamara in the offense. Like, it's still there, but the team is just like, all right, Kamara, now Ingram, Ingram, now a little bit of Kamara, now Ingram. And it's just like, no, just go all Kamara and let him break it out because he's going to do that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting fairly sick of uh, all of this Mark Ingram stuff. And I had Mark Ingram in spots, and you had Mark Ingram in spots, but I, I just wish for... The rest of it, just open it back up. Get Kamara yeah. in there a little bit more. Well, I had so. Kamara. I had Ingram in one league going this week, and I had Kamara in two. And you know, actually, surprisingly, I think I'm actually going to walk away with wins. One of them is in the Bogman League, our longtime one. Which actually, I should look here and see where it's at. And I had Kamara, but because you give all the points, that Kamara mm-hmm. ended up scoring like enough. Like we are. Yeah, he. Yeah, I got more players than him, and I'm up by 20. So I'm going to win in that league in Kamara, and then the Rappaport League, I had Kamara as well. So I'm actually going to be able to walk out with a pretty garbage game that he had, walk I away with wins. Bench Kamara, and I started three other running backs, and he would have outscored Leonard Fournette, the loser, with five points, yeah. and Jeffrey Wilson Jr. with only 10 points in the IDP League. Uh, because he scored 11 points. So, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference. I was still losing anyway. Who did uh, see John Moore had Saquon. He had Tom Brady. And uh, Aaron Jones was pretty much enough to beat my team. So, sucks. It does suck. Uh, did we? So, we didn't answer the second question last time of the sneaky wildcard teams? Yeah, the teams? sneaky wildcard teams. Um, well, I mean, we talked about, the, about dolphins. the Dolphins. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphins are like a, uh, I, they're a problem. How about a real one? How about Tennessee? Uh, they play the Giants, the Redskins, and the Colts to end out their season. So uh, I think the only game that they have a possibility of losing is the Colts. Yeah. And I think they could win all three of those. And this is tough because I almost want to say the winner of the Monday night game might be that sneaky one as well. You know, if Minnesota if Minnesota gets a tiny roll, I mean, they've got to have a whole thing happen here because essentially the best they can finish is 9-5-1. and one. Um, But the Seahawks are 7-5, and five, so, it, you know, if they end up taking the win, that could lead something. But I think one of these two teams could be that type of player. You know, the Rams or the Seahawks could be one of those sneaky guys. I think the NFC East is garbage, and the Cowboys are going to run, run away with it, and we shouldn't see anybody else do anything there. Um, and, uh, I got, it's amazing looking at the bears in that nine and four record with what they've done. But yeah, I agree with you that the, um, the Titans are kind of one of those sneaky, the Colts are kind of sneaky too. Yeah. Baltimore has to win 
I think they, they've got two wins so uh, left. They've played Tampa Bay this week at home, and they finish off against Cleveland at home, but they're on the road against the Chargers in the middle. So uh, they could definitely drop that one. Yeah. So, uh, But Baltimore might wind up winning both those games, and the Steelers are playing the Patriots and Saints. So if they lose both those games, Baltimore would win the division anyway. So the Steelers would be fighting for a wild card spot. Uh, let's see. Miami is playing. This is difficult here. Minnesota, Jacksonville, Buffalo. So that I would say they're probably going to lose to Minnesota, beat Jacksonville, and Buffalo. Um, Tennessee, we already went over. And ba- is Baltimore or Denver? Nah, Denver is too far behind probably. Denver so. sucks. Six and seven. They just lost to the Niners. That's not good. And they finish off with they finish off with uh, that last game. Cleveland, Oakland, and then the Chargers. So not great. Tough. Not great, Cotton. Um, now that a little time has passed through the episode, are you going to punish your body with some food? No. You already did it earlier. Lot. No, I ate way too much earlier. I just like that's we, like a one meal. We a one finished hit of the other half of the pizza tonight? No, my buddy was over here. We split it. So. Oh, okay. I was about it's to gone. say, like, uh, do do a little uh, two a.m. I'm drinking uh, about forty-seven more sodas, but uh, other than that, oh, no, so there, just bring on be, the diabetes. Yeah, there'll be no more uh, leaving for food. So. Well, you got money. You got someone to deliver. Um. Yeah, but that's going to be uh, for Thursday night football. So. Oh, okay. By the mystery person. That's right, mystery. Who, who wanted to be unanimous? You said on the podcast. I didn't read the had note to, until I saw it on my email. Sorry, <laughs> that's the best. They're like, "Hey, here's all this stuff." By the way, don't tell anyone it was me. <laughs> you're like, "Whoops, sorry." <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> Trying to give uh, thanks to everybody. All right, well, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Bogman not quite as angry, but defeated. But there's still hope. Who do the Steelers play next week? Would you say? Asa Akira. Asa. Okay. Well, I mean, play the Patriots. Oh, do they really? I was about to cuss. Would they yeah, really? they play the Patriots this week. It's in Pittsburgh, and the next game is on the road against New Orleans. That's for real. That's their schedule. And then Cincinnati last week, but they're going to lose both those games. I mean, we just went over the rest of the schedule. Yeah, Baltimore's going to win two and lose one, and they're going to win the division. So there you go. You might be justified in getting those AV, these uh, AVN award tickets. Yeah, I'm getting them. All right. So okay. Right. I'll meet Cadillac there. It'll be fun. Yeah, C- Cadillac posted a couple times. I think he wants. I think he wants a buddy to go with him. <laughs> Bogman on the road. All right, so that'll be the next thing. All right, well, guys, have a great week. Uh, get set up. Want to hear all your stories? So tweet us is at the Welsh Bogman Sports, or you can email them to ballbaggatinthisleague.com. The Friday episode, we're gonna lay it all down for you. So we want to know all the uh, good positives and uh, get ready for the uh, the mock draft that we're gonna be doing. We'll probably. Even into the next week, we'll start kind of previewing it as we uh, talk. You know, we're getting into championship week. We'll go through all that stuff, but we'll be previewing what's happening. And then the final week of the season, we're going to break that sucker down. And if you guys want to get yourselves set, it's still early in the month, and come have fun with us. Deck Our Balls is coming up on Friday, December 21st, 9 p.m. Eastern for the ITL Army. We're going to do our nice Christmas show. Uh, Drink, be merry, have so much fun, open some presents, and do all the great stuff that we got going on. We got some info over at InThisLeague.com. Even so much so, if you wanted to send over your favorite host, Bogman and the Welsh, a little something, we have our uh, CAM list that we like That's to say, right. just like the cam, uh, the cam uh, actress Girls. models that like to give a little list, like, you can send me this. We do the same thing because we're about the same, <laughs> about the same level, you yeah. and I. Yeah. 
So they can go click on it. Go to EndlessLink.com. You can find that. It'll be up in the next, like, whatever. And uh, if you guys want to do that, you're more than welcome to. And then you have your ability to tell us to do something on the show within reason. Not eat black olives, though, like Bogman. Nope. Well, no. Nope. And not Malort. That is a guarantee. No Malort. Unless there's a lot of money involved. All right. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Bye, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.